news when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Larry Kofsky. Robert Card, the suspect in this week's mass shootings in Lewiston, Maine, reportedly has been found dead. Multiple reports say he was found in the woods near Lisbon, Maine, about eight miles from Lewiston, with an apparent gunshot wound to the head. Card was the subject of a days-long manhunt. Eighteen people were killed in the shootings. Thirteen were hurt. Israel says it is expanding military activity in the Gaza Strip as Gaza lost internet and telephone service and international agencies lost contact with staff there. Earlier today, Israeli Defense Forces spokesman Daniel Hagari said they have evidence that Hamas is using hospitals for military operations. Hamas has turned hospitals into command and control centers and hideouts for Hamas terrorists and commanders. Additionally, I can confirm that according to the intelligence we have in our hands, there is fuel in hospitals in Gaza. The UN General Assembly approved a resolution calling for an immediate, durable, and sustained humanitarian truce in the conflict. In a statement, the Israeli Defense Forces said it had carried out targeted raids with the aim of preparing the ground for future stages of the operation. That news came as both sides suggested there had been little progress on a deal to free the more than 200 hostages in the Gaza Strip. War worries sent Wall Street lower, closing out the worst week in a month for the S&P 500. It extended a slide from its July peak to 10 percent, putting it in correction territory. Gold hit $2,000 an ounce as investors sought safe havens. An inflation gauge that is closely monitored by the Fed showed price increases remained elevated last month amid brisk consumer spending and strong economic growth. Prices rose four-tenths of a percent from August to September, the same as a month earlier. At an annual rate, inflation was unchanged at 3.4 percent. The report kept the door open for another interest rate increase this year to hold inflation in check. The United Auto Workers' strike against the Detroit automakers may be nearing an end. Sources say GM and Stellantis have each agreed to 25 percent wage increases, matching the offer agreed to by Ford earlier this week. Other details continue to be hashed out. An agreement could be announced by the end of the weekend. Sam Bankman-Fried, co-founder of the collapsed FTX cryptocurrency exchange, will be back on the witness stand Monday in his trial on fraud charges. We hear more about his first day of testimony from Bloomberg's Amy Morris. Bankman-Fried began testifying at his fraud trial, saying he hoped his business would move the cryptocurrency ecosystem forward. He acknowledged some of his failures early in his testimony, saying that he made mistakes. But when his lawyer asked if he defrauded anyone, Bankman-Fried answered, no, I did not. Bankman-Fried spent almost three hours trying to convince a judge to allow him to testify about the role FTX lawyers played in the lead-up to the collapse of the crypto exchange. And the judge ruled today Bankman-Fried's testimony about legal oversight at FTX would be limited to data retention issues. Amy Morris, Bloomberg Radio. And as if you needed more proof that this is Taylor Swift's era and we're just living in it, the pop queen has officially joined the ranks of billionaires. Bloomberg's Lisa Mateo has more. 1.1 billion, and this is from her music, okay? Just the music. So what? she's one of that few recording artists to build that 10-figure fortune almost entirely from her music. Her errors tour generated as much money as economies of small countries to get the movie version ruling the box office. Here's the breakdown of numbers. Music catalog, 400 million. Concerts, 370 million. Streaming, 120 million. Also, they put in her homes and her real estate about 
110 million, and the royalties from music sales, 80 million dollars. That's Bloomberg's Lisa Mateo. You can read a lot more about Bloomberg's number crunching on Taylor Swift's net worth. It's the latest big take story at Bloomberg.com and on the Bloomberg terminal. And that's news when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Larry Kofsky. This is Bloomberg. Do you love Elon Musk? Do you hate Elon Musk? Do you have no idea what to think about Elon Musk? Then we have just the show for you. He's become even more larger than life. Buying Twitter doesn't get us closer to Mars. They are like really close to the edge of like everything falling apart. Like, oh, Elon, I volunteer, put a chip in my brain. Each week on this podcast, we'll break down, analyze, and debate the most important stories on Musk and his empire. It's all one big universe. You just work for Elon Inc. From Bloomberg Businessweek, this is Elon Inc. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.